Welcome to the SDG Talks podcast, where we discuss all things around the sustainable development goals and the roadmap to 2030. We are your co-hosts, James and Kevin, here to take you along the SDG ride. We hope you enjoy today's SDG Talks podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the SDG Talks podcast. Today, you're going to hear from Anna Jimenez, the communications lead at Unleash, and Serena Habal, the talent sourcing lead at Unleash. We're going to hear about the roadmap to the 2022 Unleash event that's happening at the end of this year in Karnataka, India. In this podcast, we're going to paint a picture on what is Unleash, why you should apply, what to expect from the India lab this year, and what are going to be some of the focuses. We're going to break down the magic that happens when you put all these brilliant minds in the room, how you check your ego at the door and have some humility to really ingrain self-awareness, empathy, kindness, compassion, to come together to create some amazing solutions. If you are a change maker, if you are passionate about the sustainable development goals, Unleash is the event for you. The applications go towards the end of June. So please make sure to apply. This is a once in a lifetime opportunity. And I hope you all enjoy this podcast as much as I enjoyed creating it, as well as the fact that Unleash continues to be one of the best experiences that I ever had being a talent in 2019. So I hope you check out, listen to this, check out the show notes, and uh, hope to see you in India. We're really excited today to have Anna Jimenez and Serena Habal from Unleash. Anna and Serena, welcome. Hello. Hello, everyone. Thanks, Kevin. It is so, <laughs> so good to see to you me. both. So for those of us in the world that have never heard of Unleash, and I hope soon everyone knows what Unleash is, just paint a quick high-level photo of what is Unleash. Yep. So Unleash is a global movement that tries to accelerate positive change towards the sustainable development goals. And to do that, we have a bunch of programs. Everything started with an innovation lab back in Denmark in 2017, where we gathered 1,000 people to create solutions towards the SDGs. A year later, we went to Singapore, and a year later, we went to China in Shenzhen. Difficult city to pronounce. Then COVID hit, so what we did was we started pivoting our in-real-life experiences, and we created local hacks. At the beginning, we were trying to find solutions for COVID, but soon enough, we started spreading our offering, and we started looking at what are the local communities experiencing experiencing challenges with, and how can Unleash support them. So across the world, we've had hacks about fair menstruation, sustainable agriculture, sustainable fashion, anything that you can imagine. On top of that, we also started looking at how can we make sure that those solutions that are already created, those projects that former talents or other people around the world have already ideated, can get accelerated. So we created Unleash Plus, which is an incubator program where our teams spend six months on, and they work on the prototyping, testing, and implementation side of things. And they learn about fundraising, they learn about lean management, go-to-market strategies, and all those necessary things to make sure that they can scale their impact. This year, 
we are having our lab again in real life finally, which is super, super exciting. We're going to Karnataka, we're going to Mysore and Bangalore in the south of India. And we also have a regional lab because with all these local community events that we did through Hacks, we realized that we should bring this experience in real life too. So we're going to meet in Greenland with 200 people from the Arctic and the Nordic countries and do the innovation process there. Whereas for the lab in India, it's a global program. So everyone around the world can apply. I hope this was an easy explanation, but unleash yes. the things and I try to capture everything we do. There's a lot going on with Unleash, and it's, I like uh, one of the things you said very simply, if it accelerates positive change, it's a catalyst for those that want to jump off a diving board and take action and take change. And I know for me, being a, a talent in 2019, that's really what it was for me, the opportunity to connect with a thousand other people. And maybe sometimes when you're by yourself and you're talking about these things, maybe some, you know, I have times where people they're like, "Oh, here's Kevin on the soapbox talking about water." Or here's, here's, you know, Kevin talking about climate change, and I think that was a big thing. Is we were all in our soapbox together talking about it, but we really learned a lot from the Unleashed methodology to new ways to communicate sustainability initiatives to other people who maybe don't care or maybe don't care yet. There's so much in there that we could dive into, but Serene, what I'd love to hear from you is about with the events coming up. Of course, you talked about the regional event in Greenland, which is so exciting, but even more so the India event at the end of this year, which would be the first IRL event since the Copenhagen, Singapore, China on this larger scale. Why should someone apply? Like what, if I'm someone that's interested in sustainability, if I'm interested in life below water or access to quality education or sustainable power, if I'm someone who's sitting there anywhere in the world, why should I apply to Unleash and in the Unleash 2020 event? And what, kind of what should one expect from that event? So with Unleash India, I feel like the reason to apply can be broken down into two different categories. One is maybe from a professional perspective. Applying to Unleash India is the best opportunity to meet with people that are like-minded, have the same passions, and are interested in developing solutions about specific challenges related to the SDGs. So I don't think in any other place ever will you be in one room with people that are working towards one goal that have the same interest. And so if you're really passionate about something that is exhilarating environment to work in, honestly. So that's one aspect. Another one is that you're going to be not just working with people that are interested in the same thing, but have different experiences, but also you're going to get a lot of support from experts from the field that are working on real life projects on the ground in different locations around the world. It's a great networking opportunity. It's a great learning experience. And then not to mention the Unleash methodology itself is a great tool to have going forward if you're someone that is interested in social impact and social entrepreneurship. The methodology is, is really a tool that you can use in so many different settings. And so when you apply, you really get that networking experience and also the, the tools needed to kind of propel your solutions forward or your projects forward, which is amazing. So that's the professional side of things. 
But there's also like the social side of things. And I think everyone's really excited about the idea that we're going to be like a thousand people in one room and we you get to meet people from all over the world. And we haven't been traveling for the past two years. So this is a great way to really get back into it. And then the program itself is just genuinely very fun. Like you're going to learn so much, but also you're going to do it while really enjoying yourself. And, and just making a lot of friends. I, I mean, you can also, I guess, talk about your experience. I'm sure you made a lot of friends along the way. And I feel like that's definitely a motivator for someone to apply to Unleash. I'd like to hear your input on that as well. Yeah. Well, thank you for painting that picture. And, and you're totally right from the networking experience. That was, it was amazing whether you're sharing all the social media connections just to kind of, as you know, the ball keeps bouncing and connecting afterwards. But just even there, it's more than just people you meet once, shake their hands and say bye, but you're making lifelong th- friends. And I have, I, even just in the past week, I mean, I counted before this, I've had 10 messages with unleash unleashers that I, I consider with some of my best friends. I know if I needed to stay with some of these contacts, whether they're in Chile, Argentina, China, Africa, I mean, there's, there's, I have friends all over the world now that all would do anything for me. So I think from just on the personal level, that is really special. And then just, as you mentioned, the, it's fun. I think when I, thinking back, I felt so energized and just for that time I was there where you're seeing other people who really care and are really passionate, you just, you're on another level of energy and it kind of makes you feel like that's what you want to do all the time. Everyone's in their own situation of what they can and can't do afterwards. But I knew after that, that was one of the catalysts for why I started this podcast. I was like, I just want to talk to these people 24-7. And I want to find a way to help them and connect them. So that's why I started the SDG Talks podcast after wanting to, to continue to, to advocate and spread the word of Unleash. And I think that's one of the biggest things for what I would say is just to think about when considering Unleash is, you know, what are you trying to get out of it? And I think one thing that I would suggest is is growing your network. A lot of us live in our own bubble, in our own local area, which is fine. It's important. But it's really important, as you both, Serena and Anna, said, is surrounding yourself with people that, yes, are similar, that they want to do good, but also very different. Different walks of life, different geographies, different colors of skin, different religions, different languages, academia versus government versus private, all these different perspectives. Because as we know with the Unleash and the SDGs, it takes a very holistic lens to get something done. There's no one size fits all. There's no one person knows everything. I think that was probably one of the biggest things too, is having the humility to know that I am just a small piece of a big puzzle. And I'm proud of that. And I want to help and help help however I can. So, I mean, I could stand here and talk about all my favorite Unleash experiences and moments. But one thing that maybe I want to dig on more is, is the methodology. When I think about the methodology, the, my biggest me- memory is ask why to you can't ask why anymore. Like just in excess into where it's exhausting. Because sometimes I've worked in the nonprofit space for about seven years now. People work to help and implement solutions, but oftentimes they're implementing a Band-Aid solution or they're solving the wrong problem and they end up wasting money, wasting time. And I liked just spending so much time on the why. And maybe this was an Einstein quote or something of like, you know, if you have a problem and you have 60 minutes to solve it, he would spend 55 minutes thinking of the question and then five minutes taking action. And that's what ingrains in my brain, but maybe for those that are new to this Unleash, like, Talk me through like what from when you arrive at Unleash and you, you, you know, you get put into your pods, like 
how does that work with getting into teams? And then like, what's this methodology? How is a methodology taught through this process once you arrive in Karnataka? Yeah, I think it really resonates what you're saying about asking why a million times or spending 55 minutes asking why and five minutes taking action, because I think that this is exactly what happens during innovation labs. Our methodology is based off human-centered design thinking, where we put the user or the person who's going to benefit from the solution at the center, at the core of what we do. Teams are formed by trying to be as diverse as possible. We not only look at gender and demographics and geography and whatnot, but we also even ask you questions around how you like to work in a team so that we try to have a picture of people or of a team of people who is as diverse as possible because it is through those nuances, it is through that diversity that the magic happens. And that's definitely part of the unleash magic sauce, if you will. And when it comes to the process itself, there's different phases. And even though it looks like a step-by-step process, it's actually an iterative one. So you definitely go through different feedback loops that take you back, one step back, two steps ahead, then back again. But if we were to start from the beginning, you would be formulating the problem. So you were, you're given some activity cards and you have to do some exercises with your team and you define the problem that you want to work on. And that's the why, right? Like that's where you ask yourself why and why and why again. Afterwards, when you have a very good problem definition, you move on to ideation. So you start brainstorming, you start going into the big picture, blue sky thinking, outside the box thinking, all the metaphors that you want to imagine. That's where you start having fun, using lots of post-its. There's going to be countless of post-its around for the teams to just scribe all the ideas that they come up with. Once ideation has happened, you go through prototyping. So there's going to be a bunch of materials. There's going to be a lot of different resources that the teams can use to come up with how that solution would look like. How is it that people are going to interact with the solution? How is it that the project would look like if it were real? And once that has happened, you start testing. And there's a million ways to be to test your solution. And that's where creativity comes into place again. It's very, very important to be creative and come up with ways that are feasible given the one week constraint that you're dealing with. And the final phase of the innovation process would be implementing. Not all teams make it to implementing. Implementing your solution requires lots of time and resources and ambition, but that's when Unleash Plus comes into place and that's where you can scale your solution and make sure that you have a feasible final product. But again, this is not a step-by-step process, but an iterative one. So you go through it a million times, I would say. You have a facilitator there with the team who's supporting and you also have a bunch of experts in the field of choice. So either water or climate action or quality education, there's going to be a bunch of resources that you can tap into if you're stuck or if you need insights or if you need inspiration so that you can get that support to make the magic happen. I love that you say the magic happened because that, that's really what it is. Of when you've got a lot of capable, brilliant minds on the same team working together with some level of framework, it's amazing what can happen. And I remember going through it myself with and being frustrated and hitting walls and just being like, what the heck is going on? Like this is so annoying and frustrating. 
But it's all part of the process. And you learn really how to take a step back to go, then go forward. And then you have those breakthrough moments. And then it's just like that team camaraderie. And it's really special. And I think back about it and about how I loved it. And I can't wait to for it to continue to happen amongst the other unleashers. And I know it's going to be a special event in Greenland, but even especially with India coming up. So for those that are thinking about India, you talked about the methodology and kind of what to expect. But of course, there's 17 SDGs and they are all interconnected. They're all important. There's no hierarchy of needs, uh, hierarchy of priorities there. But sometimes it does help to have like a, a little bit of a specific lens to then kind of go deep into a, a problem and try and reverse engineer to implement a solution. So for this India lab, what are some of the very specific focuses that talents should expect? Or what, what are the kind of buckets that Unleash is going to be focusing on at the end of this year? So each year, the lab has a few themes that applicants can pick out during the application phase. And then once they're selected, they become part of that thematic track and they spend the whole duration of the lab working on solutions related to that theme, like you mentioned. And so this year with India, a lot of the themes were discussed with the government, uh, the government of Karnataka. And it was, they were very much inspired by local challenges. And so it's, it's really interesting to see how these themes are also very much happening in the location where the lab is taking place. So we have two tracks that are focused on good health. The first focuses on mental health specifically, and the second one focuses on non-chemical diseases. And then we have a theme that focuses on quality education and ICTs. And then we have another one that focuses on clean water and sanitation. And then another one that focuses on access to clean energy. And then we have a track that focuses on climate action. And then the last, but definitely not the least, is one that combines two SDGs together, which is super cool. It combines life above land and life below water. And the theme is called Source to Sink. So this one really focuses on conserving aquatic ecosystems and all the different challenges that fall into that umbrella. So these are the seven themes that we have happening at India this year. And, and a lot of them are very much inspired by challenges that are happening in, in Karnataka, which is going to be really cool. So you're going to get to experience what it's like to really solve solutions that are real, like, challenges that are actually there and we're not like bringing some random let's say a theme but they're very much driven into like real challenges that people are facing and of course the teams themselves have the freedom to pick any kind of community they want to target with their solution it's not necessarily specific to India but it's it's nice to see that these challenges are realistic ones and so when you actually get to frame your your solutions they can all be very realistic and they're not just theory so they're they're very much something that can can be implemented in real life so yeah those are the focuses for for this year there's a lot of interesting sub themes that you can check out on the website if you want to read more about them but yeah they're very diverse and and of course don't be intimidated by be only applying to things that you're an expert in. That's definitely not something that we're looking for. But you can really apply to things that you have an interest in or you want to learn more about. So, yeah, they're, they're quite a cool bunch of themes, I would say. I will 
from health, education, water, energy, climate, life above and below land, a lot of different opportunity for positive change there. And I think what, as you were talking, and, and I think back about my experience, you hear that phrase of sort of think global, act local. And maybe it sounds cliche, but it's true. And I think what my context I want people to think about is it's important to look at what works in your backyard and really try and tinker and find your solutions. But it also really helps to see how someone around the world is addressing the same problem. And they may be using similar solutions or they may be using completely different methodology or solutions to address the same problem, which is kind of the point here of building up your repertoire of tools in your tool shed, being able to be dynamic and flexible about how you go about the whole aspect of going from, as you mentioned, the theory and the books and the notepads, like all that's important. But at the end of the day, it still kind of comes down to of doing something in the field and working with the teams. And there's parts that deal with fundraising. There's parts with project management. There is marketing. There is a commercialization sales strategy. There are ways of working with local, state, and federal governments. Like there's a thousand pieces that have to happen. Like it's not just an idea on a notepad. And I think that's one of my biggest takeaways too from Unleash was just ideas are great, but without execution, action, and done the right way, it's just going to fall on deaf ears. So that was something that I, I want everyone to think about of just, you may be very smart and very capable and we want you at Unleash to, to apply, but I think it's, that was a big thing. I remember Barry Liner said this, he's like, check your egos at the door, you know, stop thinking about solutions. Like let's dig into the problem to work as a team and just it felt it felt very good just to kind of have that humility and take a step back and both be a student and a practitioner throughout that. So just good things to, to consider. And I guess I'd like to, to kind of hear next from both of you about what are you most excited about? What about Unleash 2022 are you fired up about and excited about? Yeah, I think before we answer that question, I just want to build on what you were saying, because I think it's Please. Really interesting and beyond all these formal learnings that you get around like human-centered design as a discipline and so on I think that Unleash teaches you a lot about empathy not only about empathy towards the local community that you're trying to help but also empathy towards the team that you're going to be working on right at the end of the day you're probably going to travel quite far to get to India and you're going to be surrounded by people who are really different from you. And that will unlock a million different perspectives. And I think that if there's a tool that you're going to need to, again, make that magic happen, that's empathy. You're not going to get very far if you're not empathic at Unleash, I believe. I love that. And I actually believe uh, empathy and curiosity are probably two of the best suggestions I could recommend to anyone as, as good strategies for being a good human, but also just for building something. And I think by having empathy, you're putting yourself into someone's shoes. And of course, you can never fully put yourself into someone else's shoes. I mean, I learned that firsthand doing projects in Flint, Michigan. And I am a, a privileged white boy that graduated with no college debt. And I, I've been given a lot. I live by the quote, those that have the ability to know have the duty to act. And that drives me every single day. But when I went to Flint, Michigan and spoke with some moms that had given their children lead contaminated water, that one has a one has a birth defect and the other one, she had a miscarriage. 
I remember hearing that. I was like, I'll never know that pain, but what I can do is do my best to be of service. So I think just knowing that you can only, you can just be a good listener and having true empathy is one of the most important things. Then on the other side, curiosity, be curious, uh, learn, ask questions. It's, it's fun to learn from other people and you don't know everything. So be curious and learn, listen. And yeah, so thanks for adding that, Anna. Serene, is there anything else you wanted to add on to that? Yeah, I feel I, you guys covered both very well. And I feel like it's so important to carry that with you from the very beginning because you're going to be so, it's an overwhelming journey as well because you're going to meet so many people and so many people with so many different backgrounds and so it's really good to keep that in mind while you're going through these steps to always be curious always ask try to put yourself in someone else's shoes to just like carry that with you and then also acknowledge the fact that we make mistakes and sometimes we have prejudgments about things that might be incorrect and it's okay that someone might tell them tell us eventually that our assumptions are wrong and so I feel like with Unleashed with especially when you're continuously asking why you're going to face a lot of these biases that you might have and not even know about and then you're going to have to confront them a bit and and I feel like that's like what Anna said, the special sauce, that's when you really become, you get to a point where you're really developing something that's really interesting, super important and super relevant to real life challenges. So that's, yeah, that's the beauty of Unleash, I guess. The special sauce is true. Yeah. It's, it's the people, <laughs> it's the environment, it's the structure, it's some of the activities. And I think that's a big thing I would recommend to everyone listening is sort of just be prepared to sort of try new things, uh, sort of, I want to say like sacrifice yourself, but just kind of be open. Don't go in with this closed mind of, I know how this is going to work. Um, I think you'll be surprised if you kind of just, um, if you be a little vulnerable by making new friends, asking questions, putting yourself into some uncomfortable situations as it pertains to meeting new people and talking and public speaking. And I'd say another key trait, Anna, you talked about empathy, curiosity, but the big thing is uh, self-awareness. Knowing, again, I'd mentioned I'm just a small piece of a big puzzle. Um, I think it's acknowledging maybe you're really good at, at researching. Maybe you're really good at writing. Maybe you're really good at speaking or you're an entrepreneur or you're an engineer. I think it's important when you're setting the guardrails of kind of your team of knowing who is good at what. And by doing that, you can kind of set each other up for success. And I think that's a, that's a good life lesson that Unleash taught me and continues to pay dividends in my career. So um, I thank Unleash for that. So anything else to add on to that before I ask the most excited thing? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you sum it up very well. So excitement. What are we excited about? What are you excited about? It's, uh, it's May 31st. It's almost June. What are you excited about in the next six months lead up to Unleash 2022 in Karnataka? Where do we start? <laughs> <laughs> right here. <laughs> I, you know, like when you said the six months thing, I thought, shit, I actually am very excited about the post lab stories that we're going to share. I'm really, really, so as a communications lead at Unleash, I have the honor and the privilege and the pleasure to meet a lot of you guys or potentially some of you 
and tell your stories and talk about your initiatives and the impact that you're making around the world. And I feel it's such an honor to be able to do so. And this year, for the first time, I will be able to have a before and after kind of feature of some of you because we will definitely feature the talents that have been selected. But the most exciting thing for me is to actually share the solutions that are going to come out of the lab and the projects that are going to happen and all those solutions and ideas and initiatives that we will be sharing next year that will have originated in India. That's what I'm most excited about. We can go for the cliche side of things and talk about in real live event of 1,000 people. Of course, that's exciting. Of course, going around the venue and looking at teams spread out throughout the entire place is super, super exciting. But sharing those stories is what keeps me awake <laughs> and energized every single day. Love it. Yeah, I, I just to add on to that before, Serena, is just kind of seeing where we're at now and talking about it and then just seeing all the brilliance and amazing magic that comes out of it from the people to the ideas and really seeing how it then turns into change and turns into impact. So for that, I'm really excited and think there's a, a huge opportunity amongst everyone that's listening here that for everyone that's listening to know that you have the opportunity to make a difference and you can do that as an individual and as a collective team. So Serene, what are you most excited about in your six month ramp up to Unleash 2022? There's so much to be excited about. Anna would go for like a straightforward answer of like eating Indian food for eight days, which is going to be so, so much fun. We got a little taste of that when we went to visit India two weeks ago to check out the venues and start like, you know, working on logistics and things like that. And it was an amazing food experience, I might say. So I will go for that being one of the things I'm excited about. <laughs> Definitely the food. But on a more serious note, since I'm working on talent sourcing. And so I go through the applications and I see all these numbers of people applying. And right now it's all just a bunch of numbers to me. So what's really exciting is the point where I'm in India and these numbers become real life human beings in front of me. And then I get to like see how they work together in teams and seeing the different dynamics that naturally happen when you put really diverse groups together. You know, there's always a kind of dynamic that starts to form because we're humans and we socialize in different ways. And so I think that's definitely one of the most exciting things for me is really moving away from seeing these names and numbers on a screen to actually seeing them in person and seeing how they all like innovate together and, and, and go through the ideation process and all of that. And just like the human aspect is definitely an exciting thing for me. Besides the I love that. <laughs> totally. I, the, the IRL in real life experiences with it being real people and people you can touch, you can look at, you can laugh with. No more. I mean, it's wonderful that it's talking to you both over uh, the internet 
there's something really special about meeting people in real life. And to me, it resets the reason about why we play the game, why we're doing this. And um, I think we all know we're on the same team here trying to to work towards the 2030 SDG roadmap to make the world a more equitable and create more equity uh, for everyone around the world with access to all these key 17 indicators. And I think we all agree we can't do it alone. Um, and so meeting these other people, I'm excited for everyone's going to go. I'm excited for the Unleashed team. And it's such an amazing program. And it's given me so much to where all I want to do is continue to find a way to help unleash, um, spread spread its word, spread its, its mission, because it's done so much for me. And I know it's going to do a lot for all of you that are listening here today. So I'll finish this with uh, Anna and Serena. I asked you what you're excited about, but what would be a, a final mic drop from you, a final message, a question, a quote, a challenge, kind of one final thing that you would like uh, the listeners here to think about as they're uh, either applying, have applied, or are getting ready for India? Yeah, I think that people who are considering applying should consider Unleash as the beginning of a journey. I think that coming to the lab is maybe the first step within hopefully a very, very long journey. The lab doesn't end when you take the flight back. I mean, as you said, you're still in touch with the people that you met three years ago in China. So hopefully creating that network and creating that ecosystem with experts, with facilitators, with like-minded people like you who are at the same time very different from you will help you accelerate that positive change that we truly need towards that 2030 agenda. Well said, Anna. And Serene? I think the beauty of Unleash definitely doesn't end after the lab. Like Anna said, you're really part of a living, breathing community that's really all about making a positive change. And it's and I think With Unleash, it's not just something that people say, oh, make the change, see the change that you want to see in the world, but it's actually connecting with people that are making impact in this world, in a different universe, in in a different place. It's just amazing. And you're going to be able to be part of that movement. And that's beautiful. And yeah, so we encourage everyone that's restless, that feels like they're pioneers in something that they're doing, that they're really community-oriented to apply and join join this amazing initiative. So, yeah. Love that. I think about that, too, with the students that I teach and some of my guest lecturers. I always ask, what keeps you up at night? What grinds your gears? What are you angry about? And not saying be angry, but harness that frustration in a way that you can use it and channel it for good. And you'd mentioned health, education, water, climate, above and below land and water. Those are the key tracks here. But if you are super passionate about some of the other tracks, whether it's with responsible production and consumption, smart cities, no poverty, you know, gender equality, that's important. And you don't have to, it's more of we want the mindset and the methodology and the passion. So if you are someone sitting there, even if you are very passionate, yes, about one of the other ones that aren't listed, it all ties in and it's part to kind of, again, the network and in the professional side, the fun side, the social side and the long-term impact side. So I think this is a great program for anyone that wants to help make a, make a change. This is a great first step. It changed my life and I'm excited for it to change all of yours. So to the Unleashed team, Serene, Anna, thank you. And if lastly is if they want to apply, I'll put this in the show notes, but just quickly where, if you were listening, what, what action should they take now? 
So you'll find all the information through the application form and everything you need to do under unleash.org dash India dash or slash. You'll know better. Slash. slash. You can unleash.org and you can click around and find it, but unleash.org backslash India. It'll be in the show notes. So And on our social media channels, Unleash Lab or Unleash on LinkedIn, you will find a bunch of tips and resources that the team has been sharing throughout this month of applications. Wonderful. Well, Unleash team, Serene and Anna, thank you so much and excited to stay in touch and, and see how this all unfolds in the, the six-month countdown to Karnataka. Yes. Thank you so much, Kevin, for giving us opportunity. It's so exciting to speak with you and, I, and we are so excited to meet all of you in Karnataka in December. Thanks, Anna. Thanks, Serene. Thanks, Kevin, so much, really. It was a pleasure talking to you. You as well. Thanks for listening to the SDG Talks podcast. Make sure to check out all the show notes for relevant links from this show. Please share and follow SDG Talks on social media and stay tuned for updates from the Unleash in United Nations community. The goal of the SDG Talks is to bring you good content. So if you want to learn about something specific or have suggestions, please let us know. We look forward to seeing you next time on SDG Talks.